The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. We're getting a look at second quarter earnings. Not only are they down, but executives at some of the country's biggest banks are warning about what's still to come. This is The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia from the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by editor David Krzyzewski. Dave, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me on. So, Dave, let's start with the numbers. Who, at least in our reporting, who have we seen earnings reports from and, and how far are things down right now? Well, we had two, we have a few of the major banks have already reported their earnings. Last week, it was JP Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo. And today, it was Bank of America. And the numbers are pretty much what everyone expected. Uh, earnings are down in the second quarter uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, not the least of which is the housing market is not doing that well all of a sudden because rates are rising and prices are rising and affordability is going down. Uh, so, for example, Wells Fargo reported uh, a 48% decline year over year in the second quarter That's pretty, in profits. That's pretty far. Yeah, it was one of the larger ones. Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase said their earnings year over year fell 28%. And uh, Bank of America said this morning that their earnings fell like 32.5%. So So everyone's feeling it a little bit. No losses yet, but certainly profits are are going way down from what we were seeing last year. Yeah. I mean, in Wells Fargo's case, it was down almost, you know, almost half. So yeah, it's nobody, they're still making money. (laughs) <laughs> Banks still have a way to do that. I mean, J.P. Morgan Chase's net income was $8.6 billion, so that's still pretty good. The same thing for Wells Fargo. You know, their net income was $3.12 billion. Uh, bank of America is the second largest bank in the, in the U.S., and even their earnings were at like $6.2 billion. So it's not like they're losing money, but they're just not making as much as they were it- earlier. And why are they? I mean, obviously, last year was was a good year for lenders, particularly on the mortgage side, with interest rates being so low. So, is this just a matter of well, we can't sustain what we saw last year, or are there things that are really driving this down? It's a big mix of what's happening in the economy, what the Fed is trying to do to slow down the economy, because as we heard last week, the consumer price index was up more than nine percent year over year, so prices are way up. So the Fed has raised interest rates you know, on the federal funds rate. That has helped to boost mortgage rates. And with housing prices as high as they are, it means people can't afford to buy homes anymore at these mortgage rates, at least not as easily as they could in the past, especially for groups like first-time home buyers. So there's, there's a lot of different things. Fuel prices are up. People are starting to get into their savings because they have to pay more uh, for food and for rent and for 
uh, fuel, whether it's to power their vehicle or heat their home. So there, there's all of these stresses on the economy and the banks are starting to, it's starting to show up in their bottom line. And, and what are they looking at, particularly on the, on the origination, uh, the uh, mortgage origination side, you know, obviously what they're reporting to us is second quarter numbers, which are already uh, going on, you know, a month plus that, that these books right. were closed. So, you know, they're just starting to get into when we were talking about the home affordability problem and, and people, buyers backing out of the market because the combo of, of prices and mortgages was just, I mean, uh, rates was just too much. So, I mean, what do they think is going to happen over the next three months? Well, you know, like you said, it's already started to show up. Uh, you know, Wells Fargo said their home lending revenue declined 53% from a year earlier. You know, a year earlier, rates were low. They were mm-hmm. lower, you know, 3% or lower. And, and prices were, there was a huge pricing war. But people could still afford to buy those homes. Fast forward to a year later, those rates have almost doubled. Now it's not so easy. So this is going to continue. It's not going to get any better, especially with the Fed expected to raise rates again next week. There's going to be more pressure on on mortgage rates to increase. And that's going to, again, affect the availability of homes because fewer people are buying them. So the inventory is going to go up. Prices may come down a little bit, but the rates are still going to make it quite difficult for people to be able to afford a down payment and be able to afford to buy a home at the rates as they currently stand. Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at originatorconnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. Originatorconnect.com. And of course, we talk about home buying as if it's in a vacuum, but we know very well people's money isn't in a vacuum. And we've seen that with some of the CPI numbers that, you know, it's not just the the prices and, and the rates, it's everything else that they have to pay for is is gobbling up their ability to save or, or afford a, a home right now. What are some of the banks telling us about the overall health of the economy right now and what they see going forward? Well, there were some interesting comments this morning from uh, the CEO of Bank of America who, who said that um, you know, people, consumers are still spending. Now, what I couldn't tell from what he was saying was whether they're just spending more because prices have gone up <laughs> or they're actually buying more. His suggestion was people are buying more, doing things they hadn't been doing during the pandemic, like traveling, making big purchases, getting into their savings a little bit. But he said it, it's it's going to create some issues for the Fed because you've got people spending more, you've got people buying more, doing more things. The economy is still kind of churning and they're trying to slow everything down. Right. Yeah. That doesn't help bring prices down when people are still demanding stuff. Exactly. So it's, it's going to be an interesting tightrope walk as it has been for the past couple of months for the Fed, try to figure out how to do this without crashing the economy. That said, you know, it's, it's still going to be an issue going forward with how the economy reacts to what the Fed does you know, when rates go up, will people stop buying things because maybe they're they're you know spending into their savings too much and they have to start putting some money away? It, there, there's all kinds of things that could go on once the Fed makes its move, its second you know third move, I guess at this point. But um, you know it, it's it's not a, a done deal as to how this is exactly going to work out in the economy. 
Right. And also we've seen wage growth not keeping up with CPI. And if we do hit a recession, are there certain industries where you will see people losing jobs? Um, all of those do not, you know, do not help consumers. Yeah. Spending. And, you know, Wells Fargo came out and said they're very likely to make additional cuts to their mortgage lending business. They've already cut a bunch of jobs there. And, and by cutting jobs, they have reassigned some people. They didn't let everybody go. Uh, but there are others that are making cuts. Uh, Bank of America talked about how they'd cut 700 positions overall. We don't know how many of those are mortgage related. They didn't say. Uh, but you know, Wells Fargo is making cuts. J.P. Morgan made cuts. They're probably. They also said there's. It's likely to be more on the horizon as as this goes on. So, and we've seen other companies too that haven't reported earnings yet that are in the mortgage business, like Sprout, like that closed, like others that have cut significantly like better.com loan depot loan depot you know all they're all you know uwm says they haven't made cuts but they may be they probably aren't filling open positions right so so even companies that aren't making obvious cuts are probably still reducing their staff in one way or another well we'll obviously have to watch and see how the rest of earnings reports go and and if some of these forecasts for the future uh come true dave thanks for joining me thanks for having me on and we'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word this podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. And here's the rest of your headlines for today, July 18th. An increasing number of home buyers are uprooting and moving because of affordability. According to Redfin, 32% of buyers look to move from one metro to another, the most the company has seen. That's up from 26% right before the pandemic. While Miami remains a popular destination for migration, other hotspots for movers like Phoenix, Sacramento, Las Vegas, and Dallas have seen activity slow as home prices have gone up. And home builder confidence continues to fall as the housing market weakens. Builder confidence in newly built single family homes posted its seventh straight month of decline in July, this time plunging by 12 points. This is the lowest that the housing market index has been since 2020, and this is the largest single month drop in the history of the index outside of a 42-point drop in April of 2020, the start of the pandemic. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.